0: Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one-hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're gonna to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymallech.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymallech.com forward slash free training and we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey there friends welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is going to be the episode of episodes because I know that there have probably been a time or two, maybe more times than you would like to admit that you have thought, how am I going to find clients? Where am I going to find clients? I am having trouble finding clients. I've been doing this for this amount of time and I haven't found any clients. What am I doing wrong? Raise your hand. It's it's a club. We've all been a part of it. Even me, I've, I've been there, done that. But I want to talk to you today about How do you actually find clients? How do you make sure that you are doing the right things that are actually going to bring those clients to the door? Because here's the harsh reality, here's the hard truth. If you have a business with no clients, you don't actually have a business. It's, it's not a business without any income coming into the business. It's just a hobby. It's just something that you're devoting time to that's not actually leading to any type of revenue. So we need to make sure that you have a solid plan and strategy in place in order to bring those clients to the door. So if you have been struggling, if you have been, you know, this past year, you've been doing the business, but it's not bringing consistent clients in, or maybe you haven't even found your first client, I want to share with you how you can actually find that next client or that first client this month in the next 30 days. But it's going to take some time and effort on your end to really make sure that the things that I'm going to talk about today, that you are actually doing them with consistency. Because we talked about that in last week's episode. We talked about consistency. We talked about the difference between active and passive marketing. So that's what I'm going to break down for you in today's episode. Let's go ahead and roll. Each week I'll be sharing business strategy, systems and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Real quick before I get started with today's podcast episode, I want to let you know that we are gearing up for a brand new relaunch of my signature program, The Prep. That is the program that's going to walk you through step-by-step step of how do you actually get the business off the ground so that you can go out there and find the clients. Because you know we, we have to have the clients, right? But we wanna also have something to offer them and we wanna make sure that our business is legal and, and all the things, right? So that program is getting completely revamped. It's actually taking me a little bit longer than I had initially anticipated because holidays and sickness and I actually did take some time to slow down which is really hard for me to do but definitely a necessary thing to do when you have been running for the past basically year non-stop 2021 was a huge successful year for me but I literally did not take my foot off the gas pedal and when december came around even though I didn't want to slow down I knew that I had to I knew that I needed to rest. I knew that I needed to relax or I was going to reach a place in my business where I was burning out very quickly. So I did take that time to relax and recharge. So the revamp of the course, you've probably been hearing me talk about it if you're in the community. It is taking me a little bit longer than initially anticipated, but that's just because I want to make sure that the content that's being added to that And by content i mean all new brand new content um we might re-record some of the bonuses but a lot of the stuff that is currently in there is going to be taken down and new program new content new curriculum is being added so all of that explanation to tell you you can still get into the prep at its current pricing if you purchase before the new content is being uploaded. Um, once we upload the new content, the the course program will be increased, the price will be increased. That's what I was, <laughs> all that mumbo jumbo to say, we will be increasing the price, price when we add that new content because like I said, we have redone everything from start to finish, brand new trainings, lots of great resources in there for you. So if you purchase it now, while the program is still as it is, has as it's been for the past year you still get that current pricing and when that new curriculum is added you get access to all of that at no additional cost even though the price is going to increase you won't have to worry about that you will see that new content reflected in your student dashboard so that's a benefit for you you can kind of get started you can go through the stuff in there Uh, the content that's in there is not bad by any means i mean we have had over 900 students go through that program and start and launch their businesses. So the content is fine in there. I just know that in the past year that things have changed and I wanna make sure that the content that is in there is really reflecting what I think will really help you. So all that to say, if you still wanna purchase that, you can do so depending on what time that you're actually catching this episode. But if you're catching it live, Their new content is not currently finished and uploaded yet, so you can still get in at that current pricing and then you'll get access to all of the new content when it gets uploaded. Okay, all of that out of the way, let's move into our content for today, which is all about finding that next client. How am I actually going to do that? The first thing I really want you to ask yourself is who is it that you want to work with? Now I know that in the beginning when you're first getting started, it's really hard to pick that one type of client. I know when I was first getting started, I'm like, well, I'll work with anybody. You know, it would be helpful if they're a mom, it would be helpful if they're a woman, but I don't really care what type of business that they have. I know that that is a common thing that people lean into, but what will be really super helpful for you in your marketing efforts is really figuring out who it is that you want to work with, getting at least some sort of idea of what type of business they have, who are they working with, what are they doing. That will be helpful for you because it's really going to help you in the next step where I'm going to ask you to figure out, okay, now that you know who you wanna work with, where are they online? Now, there are other ways to go about finding clients. I will have people who will come to me and say, Uh, You know, do I have to use social media? Do I have to be online? Do I have to find clients online? The answer is you don't have to it does help to make things easier because then it opens up who you can work with. But I do have students who have been in my programs who have done local marketing, who have decided they really want to tap in to their local network that they have and they wanna support the people within their own community. That is totally fine. And in that case, you probably can just go to their business to support them. So you don't necessarily need to be connecting with them online. But for a lot of other people, connecting with potential clients online is going to be an easier way to build those relationships and to build those connections. So I want you to start to ask yourself, where would these people be hanging out online? When you have an idea of what type of client you want to work with, that'll really help you to figure out where they are. So there's a few different places that I tell people that are are really great places to connect with business owners online. I know that in my community, I have seen this come up a lot more. When I was starting my business three years ago, I knew that there were freelancing websites out there, but I just, for me, it didn't feel like the right avenue to go down. I did a whole podcast episode all about the pros and cons of using freelancing websites. I am not saying that they are bad, and I know people who have had really successful businesses just connecting with people through Upwork or through Fiverr. Um, freelancer is another website that people use but I know for me that that was not an option so this is really not going to address freelancing websites if you choose that to be one of the routes that you want to take to connect with clients that's fine but this is more so going to be geared towards how do I use social media and the online presence to be able to find clients so Thinking about the places that clients can be hanging out. They can be hanging out in Facebook groups. They can be hanging out on Instagram. They can be hanging out on LinkedIn, uh, TikTok. I I think Twitter is still a thing. I, I know my husband is on Twitter. I know he goes on Twitter to actually like watch sports news and find out different things like that. I don't think he's actively posting. I, I was on Twitter back in my college days, but I am not actively on Twitter. So I can't really speak to that, but I know that some people might use that as an avenue to find clients. But think about what type of client you want to work with, where are they hanging out? Chances are, if you want to work with somebody who's an influencer, where would they potentially be? My guess is they're going to either be heavily on Instagram or on TikTok. Those would be my guesses. If you want to work with someone in the corporate space, my guess is they're probably not going to be active on Instagram as much as they would probably be active on a platform like LinkedIn. So you really want to think about where is that person that I wanna work with, where are they going to be so that you can actually go to the spot where they are already hanging out as opposed to trying to bring them onto the platform that you are hanging out. Um, So you really have to think about it from that lens so that you can actually dive in and find your potential client. Now, I think that it's safe to say that I don't think that there's a wrong way that you can go about doing this, but like if you wanna work with, say you're in the healthcare field and you wanna support doctors. I'm not saying that doctors aren't on Instagram and TikTok and in Facebook groups, but you might have a better chance of connecting with them on LinkedIn. So once you figure out, okay, here's who I wanna work with, here's where they're hanging out. Then I want you to focus in on one or two platforms. I will have people who are running themselves just crazy trying to post on Instagram and get on stories and also make TikToks and Reels and also network in five different Facebook groups and also be responding to job postings on Upwork. Like they are running themselves so thin and what I try to tell them is they would be so much more effective if they focused in on one to two platforms and really gave their all of their efforts in that area as opposed to trying to be on all the places. Some people think, well, if I'm everywhere and I'm doing everything, then by gosh, by golly, I'm going to get clients here. And the chances are that you're just not being super effective in really any one of those areas. You're just kind of dabbling a little bit in each. And if you pulled back on everything that you were doing and really figured out, okay, if I really wanna make connections with this type of client, here's where they're hanging out. Here's what I need to do. That you're going to find so much more success than by trying to be in every little place. Even if you're choosing Facebook groups as your way to connect with people, I don't want you to be in 10 different Facebook groups trying to connect with all these people. I want you to pick the ones that are really going to be the place where your ideal client is hanging out, would be in there to be looking for you potentially to outsource to, and really start being active in that One, two, three Facebook groups as opposed to I got to make sure I'm checking all of these groups. I remember doing that when I was first getting started. Oh my gosh, I had post notifications on for like 10 different groups. Anytime somebody posted in there, I would go check it out. I mean, I was driving myself crazy and I don't want you to do that. So Thinking about who you want to work with, where are they online, and then focus in on one to two platforms. Um, One, if you can be super, super, super hyper-focused in that one, but I know people kind of want to maybe test the waters, maybe see, okay, you know, maybe during this time of the year Facebook is really ramping up, but maybe during some of the slower months Instagram might be a better place for me or TikTok or whatever it is for you. So I don't like to say like only do one. If you can do one, that's going to be great, but I like to give people the options like, you know, you can do too, if you can manage it. Once you figure out all of those things, what I need you to do next is I need you to make sure that if you are networking and if you are marketing on a specific platform, that the potential clients that you're looking to connect with, when they actually click on your page or click on your profile or click to learn more about you, that they actually can learn more about you. I have people who come into my Facebook community and their Facebook page doesn't even have a picture. Um, It doesn't even have a picture of them. So if you're choosing Facebook groups to network, your profile picture that you are going to be actively networking and communicating and having conversations with people and building relationships with people, it needs to be a picture of you. Um, If you're on Instagram, again, it needs to be a picture of you. I wouldn't recommend using your logo people are not going to be connecting with your logo. They're going to be connecting with you. All of your brand assets build into who you are, but they're going to be connecting with you. You're going to be the one that they're going to be working with. So have it be a picture of you. Have there be a place where they can go and actually learn more about you. So maybe that's your portfolio. Maybe if you have a website, having it be a place where if someone wants to go and investigate and figure out what you're all about, because they've been seeing you pop up, or maybe they made a connection with you, or maybe they saw you comment on something that they can actually go and find out about you now let's let's break down instagram for a second i am not a person who is super active on instagram but what i would recommend that you do in in your instagram strategy does not have to be post every single day i would definitely make sure that i have a solid maybe 10 to 15 posts that really talk about who you are, so introducing you, what services you have to offer, why outsourcing is a really great option for business owners, client testimonials, or any type of um, behind the scenes or anything like that. Kind of have a portfolio as your Instagram where if someone goes to your page, it's not blank. This Again, this doesn't mean you have to be actively posting every single day, but making sure that there's something, if someone wants to click to learn more about you, they can actually see, hey, this is what she has to offer. Having a clear I help statement. So what is it that you do? Who do you help? The more specific and precise that you can be with that statement, the more it's going to actually help people to see, is this person the right fit for me? I know sometimes it's easy to be like, well, I don't wanna have a statement that excludes anybody. I don't want anybody to feel like I can't help them. I could help them. Yes, but you don't want people to be confused. You don't want people to be like, Eh, I don't know when I go and look to see, you know, if someone follows me, I'll go to their page, I'll look at them and if their I help statement is really interesting and actually speaks clearly to me and I might potentially think like, oh, you know, maybe later on down the road, I might want to outsource this person or maybe later on down the road, I might want to see what type of content this person has or this sounds really interesting. I want to follow her and see what she has to offer and maybe, you know, she can stay in my realm, in my st- stratosphere and then all of the content that you're putting out and the way that you're following up and everything like that. It helps them to see, oh, okay, we might be able to make this connection later on down the road. So having a clear and concise statement, saying what it is that you help business owners do. Again, the clearer that you can be on this, don't make it broad, don't make it wishy-washy. What is it that you help business owners do? What is it specifically that you help them do? They want to be able to envision you doing that for their business, and if you're just like, I help business owners with tasks like, okay, but what does that look like for me? If I'm the business owner who's looking to potentially hire, what kind of tasks? You know, I don't want to have to ask those questions. I don't want to have to go any further than looking at your profile. So really making sure that the profile that you have is optimized to let people know what it is that you do. Then last week's episode, we talked about active marketing and passive marketing. Passive marketing is when you're just kind of like checking the box as well. Yeah, I went in a Facebook group and I, you know, looked to see if there was anybody who posted anything of that was hiring. Um, and there wasn't. Um, our, passive marketing is where it was like, yeah, you know, I commented on a couple people's Instagram posts. Active marketing on the flip side is where you are actually saying, I'm going to drive this car and really take action that's going to lead to people potentially wanting to learn more about me. So going into Facebook groups and searching the key terms that are associated with your service. So if you are a podcast manager, going in and searching for podcasts and being able to add value to those posts, being able to use words like when I help my clients with their podcasts or when I was working with a client, we decided to use in because we felt like it was a really great platform for X, Y, and Z. Starting to actually add value where it will directly impact the business and the work that you do Um, if you're on instagram having conversations with people not going into someone's dm and being like hey here's what i offer do you want to potentially work with me not doing it in a sleazy sales way building a relationship with people and and this is going to take some work it doesn't necessarily mean that if you start doing this today then it's going to lead to a client tomorrow it could but it takes repeated, consistent actions. So being active in your marketing, actually taking an active role in doing that um, is going to be super, super helpful for you as opposed to just saying like, oh yeah, like, well, I, you know, I looked through and found some people to connect with, making sure that you are actually taking that active role to build those connections with people, to put yourself out there. Um, If you're going to choose a platform like Instagram, you know, what are you doing to build relationships with people? And if you are building those relationships with people, how can they potentially take that next step with you? Do you have those things optimized in your profile where they could book a call with you? look to see what you have to offer Um, and start and also being active in starting that conversation don't just wait for people you know don't say well i've got the instagram page and i put all this stuff on there and i've let people know here are the services that i have to offer but nobody's dming me sometimes you have to take that active role and be the one that's reaching out and dming them not saying hey here's what i offer but just Asking questions, building the relationship, building the rapport with them, getting to know them if that is your ideal type of client too. So not just waiting for the opportunities to come to you, but actively seeking them out and taking an active role in that and not just being passive and saying, well, I was, you know, I was on Instagram for 30 minutes today or I was in a Facebook group or, you know, I created a reel and nothing happened. Like there has to be more action behind that to build those connections with people. If you are using something like a freelancing website um, and you are responding to things and nothing's happening, maybe taking a look back at your pitch, your proposal, why do you think it is that you didn't get response, you know, a response from that? And maybe tweaking that a little bit. So taking, again, that active role and not just saying, well, I'm, I'm working through the motions, I'm doing all the things and nothing's happening. How can you actively change the trajectory of where your business is going? And then the last thing I really want you to do, and, and we talked about this again in last week's episode, is the consistency. I want you to make a commitment to this for at least 30 days. Um, So let me rewind. We're almost coming up on a year of of when I started my TikTok adventure. A lot of you probably have found me from TikTok. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna try this new marketing tactic. I've been on Instagram for a while. It's kind of the same song and dance for me. I'm not really enjoying it anymore. I'm not really feeling creative with my posts. And I I don't really wanna type out this long, drawn out caption. Like TikTok sounds really fun. I was on TikTok as a consumer and I was like, I I wanna try this out. Let Let me just give it 30 days. And I told myself, for 30 days, I'm going to be active. I'm going to be actively posting. I'm going to be looking to see what is performing well. When I see something that's performing well, how can I make something similar to this? How can I you know, make it a shift or a little twist on this that I've already done and, and do this for 30 days out and see what happens? And a lot of you know, I'm still very active on TikTok because because I was consistent with it for 30 days, I started to gain traction. People started to find my page. Um, I started to create more content and it, and it grew from there. So you have to be willing to give yourself at least 30 days, I would say you know 60 days at best to really make the commitment to do this day in and day out. It is going to take some work on your end. It's not something that you can do once or twice a week and then at the end of the 30 days be like, well, why didn't this happen for me? Well, it was because you weren't consistent with it. So you have to make the commitment to yourself that I'm actually going to be in the place where my ideal clients are hanging out. I am going to focus in on one to two places and not try to be on every single place. I'm going to make sure that if someone does come to my page, whether that's my Facebook page, my Instagram page, TikTok page, my portfolio, my website, whatever it is, that it is optimized for them to really know who I am and how I can help them in their business. And then I'm going to take that active role and not just wait for people to come to me and wait for the connections to happen. I'm going to make those connections. I'm going to make the conversations. I'm going to follow up. I'm going to put my foot in the door to take that active role in my marketing so I want you to listen to this episode over and over again take those notes like I said whether that's pen and paper whether that's in a Google Doc and really start to think about how can you shift what you've been currently doing or maybe this is the start of your business how can I really actively do this for the next 30 days and then I want you to come back and report in our free Facebook community where you're at in this what's been happening what have you noticed how have you felt about this um about this marketing too so Hopefully this will help you and hopefully this will kind of reset some things for you and I can't wait to continue to pour into you and I am just wishing you nothing but success. I know if you put these things into action, if you are really strategic about this, then you will actually be able to turn this business into a business, not just something that you do on the side for you know a little bit of time each week that actually is something that's consistently bringing you in income every single month. I can't wait to pour into you in the next episode and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.